Welcome back, friends and family. I hope everybody had a tremendous winter break and a wonderful holiday season. Now we're kicking off a new calendar year, and here in St. Ansgar, we are finishing up our first semester, and we'll be starting second semester in a week. So as we get back into our social-emotional learning through our family time activities, we're going to kind of start back at the top with self-awareness. And specifically, over the next couple weeks, we're really going to look at self-perception. Our perceptions are our realities, and how we see ourselves is such an important thing to understand. And the way I want you to do that over the next two weeks, I'm going to give two weeks for this next activity because I want to spend some time on it and I think it's important. I'll do another video next week. But I want you to tell me your story. It's important for us to reflect on our own stories because the events of our lives really do affect who we are and how we perceive ourselves. And the other thing that I want out of this is I just want to know more about you. I'm interested in you. Just who you are, not who you're going to be, not the things you're going to do. I'm interested in those things as well, but just who you are as you are. And I'm interested in knowing more about your story. So what I'm going to have you do over the next two weeks is tell me a bit of your story in three to five chapters. And what I mean by that is you're not going to write out a full biography but I want you to pick three to five important periods of your life, break your life down into sections, and think about what are some of the most impactful moments of those chapters in your story. The good and the bad. Because both of those things impact who we are and how we perceive ourselves. I want you to come up with some chapters. I want you to give each of those chapters a name. And I want you to, you can kind of do it as an outline, but explain some things in terms of what were some big moments during those periods and how they affected you. So for me, if I'm going to share my story and break it down into chapters, I've really got five chapters up to now, and I'd call the period of my life right now is the sixth chapter. So my first chapter I would call the North End. And I would call it the North End because that's where I grew up. I grew up in a neighborhood called the North End of Mason City, Iowa. And for those unfamiliar, I know some people watch these from some different places. Mason City is a small blue collar city. And the North End is sort of the rougher edge of that city. I thought it was a wonderful place to grow up, but it was interesting when I look back the impact that there was enough drugs and alcohol and violence and some of those things that I was aware of and I got to see some pieces. But I was also very fortunate that I had two very involved parents in my house and I had a lot of strong support. So I got to sort of observe some 
challenges that maybe some of my friends and some of my other family members were going through, but, but I was lucky. I got to be a little bit insulated from some of those things. But that was the first chapter of my life from when I was born to when I was 11 years old. And it impacted me in a number of ways. One was some of the things I got to see in that regard where hanging out with neighborhood buddies and maybe some buddies who didn't have a great situation at home or we didn't have a lot of adult supervision, maybe we're at their houses and run around and maybe getting into a little bit of trouble and some of those things. But also, when I think of that period of my life, I think of family. Not just my immediate family, my parents and my two brothers, but my extended family, which the size of my extended family and the relationship we all have, I had to learn later in life maybe isn't so common. My mom is one of 14 children. Her parents raised their 14 children and then at different times brought in 10 foster kids into their home. They had this large sprawling family and most of the family really just sort of spread out across the north end of Mason City from my grandparents' house. So there's still, if I go to the north end, I can drive down streets and be like house after house, family, 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 family. And my aunts and uncles, most of them were having kids at the same time. So I grew up in this huge family and we saw each other all the time. I had all these aunts and uncles. I had all of these first cousins that we did everything with. Every holiday, every birthday party for every kid. There was something every week that was going on. And we'd all go visit at my grandparents' house. And I just saw them all the time. And my cousins were really my best friends. And I didn't probably realize growing up what a support system that was. To always have these people in my corner. Always have people who had my back. Always have friends that sort of were obligated to hang out with me. We were related and we spent all this time together and our parents spent all this time together and it was great. And it was funny as I got older and would talk to other people and when you're a kid, when we're young, we only know what we've experienced. So I would talk to other people and kind of be like, well, you know how like when you get together for Christmas and you rent out a building so you can fit your 200 family members in there. And they're like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, well, you know, how like when you have 50 first cousins and you all get together for all of your birthdays and stuff. And they're like, well, I have three cousins and they live in Omaha and we see them once a year. And that kind of blew me away. I thought everybody was like us. And I realized that, oh, that was something that was in a lot of ways pretty unique but it was a special way to grow up. And it really informed who I am in terms of my connection to family and the connections that I like to have with other people. In the people that I consider my extended family who aren't blood related, the family of my friends and students and the wonderful people I get to interact with. The next chapter of my life I would call STA which is St. Andrew, which is where I live and teach now, but it's where I went to middle school and high school when I was 11 years old, going into the sixth grade. 
my parents sort of on a whim decided to move us to this small rural community in north central Iowa. It's really only about 30 miles north of Mason City where I spent the first chapter of my life, but we really didn't know a lot about the community. Um, we bought a house, my parents bought an old farmhouse because there was a connection through a relative, but it was an old dilapidated farmhouse. We didn't become farmers, we didn't grow up farming, but bought the acreage. It was kind of six acres with woods, but it had a barn and all this, and someone else had the farmland, but it was this old farmhouse that was run down. We actually, for a short time, lived in a camper in the yard while we worked on the house, and my parents basically just moved because they wanted some other opportunities for us in a small school setting. They wanted to get us out of some of the negative aspects that were around in uh, the North End where we grew up. And it was another defining chapter of my life because I experienced a lot of things I don't think I would have experienced otherwise. First, it was a change from living in not a large urban setting, but a setting that was a neighborhood and some of the things that in that rougher area of town, houses that we knew had, you know, there were some uh, problematic areas and things like that. And then moving out to the middle of the country on a gravel road in the middle of nowhere and doing things that I'd never had to do before, like hour-long bus rides to school down these gravel roads and riding my bike a mile, a mile and a half to one of my nearest buddy's house down the gravel road and onto the blacktop highway to go to a friend's house where before I would be skating around with my buddies all over Mason City and it was different that way. There was some experiences that were new to me. I remember kids asking me, like on some of my first bus rides, like, hey, do you like John Deere or International? For those who are unaware, those are companies that make tractors and farm equipment. I, when asked that, was like, I don't know what you're talking about. It was a very different experience to live in the country and go to this small school but a lot of great things came out of that. One, I was introduced to school sports, where when I was growing up, I wasn't really interested in t-ball and a lot of those things. I did martial arts. That was another important aspect of the early stage of my life. It's something I still continue to be involved in martial arts 30 years later, but that was my interest, and I didn't do Little League Baseball, I didn't play flag football, I didn't do park and rec basketball, any of those things. I just wasn't really interested. But when I got to this small community, it's kind of a thing where most of the people do those activities when they're young. So I kind of got involved in it just because. So the first thing was playing middle school baseball, I guess, in sixth grade. I suppose it would have been the summer after my sixth grade year. We moved there when I was going into sixth grade. And that was the first time I really did any school-type activity. And 
I was kind of the awkward kid. I didn't really know all the rules. I didn't really know what to do. But I was welcomed into this small group, and it became a positive thing. I wound up playing baseball all the way through high school. Never very well, but I played all the way through high school. Then in also in middle school, I got into I ran track and I played football. I didn't play football until eighth grade, and then I wound up playing all through high school and played football in college. So that was a definitive time for me. And I also got to be involved in other things because in a small school like ours, you share students. Students aren't so specialized in different activities. So I got to do speech competition, which was really important for me and I think helped me a lot. And I got to be in a play and I got to be in a bunch of other activities and organizations and clubs and that really helped me going into college. So it was very much an impactful part of my life. And ultimately, even though when I was heading to college, I didn't know I wanted to be a teacher for sure, but something that my love of our school and love of teaching, I know stemmed from the wonderful experience that I had. And it's one of the big things that got me to move back to my alma mater because I knew it was a great place for my kids to go to school. And in some ways, I wanted to pay it forward and pay back the great experience that I had. The next chapter of my life would be, I call UIU, Upper Iowa University. Which Upper Iowa University is a small Division II college in rural Iowa, in Fayette, Iowa. I went there to play football. And that was another impactful period. The shortest chapter of the chapters that I'll list, it was only from the time I was 18 to, I turned 22 right at the end of my senior year. I was kind of young for my grade, so I was done or finishing up student teaching by the time I turned 22. So the short period of time, but it made a big impact. And it's important for us when we look at the chapters of our lives to understand the positive things and how they impact us, but also the challenges. Because my start at Upper Iowa wasn't what I had hoped for. First, I went in to play football, but I had a medical redshirt right away um, due to some injury type of stuff. And if you don't know, medical redshirt is you're on the team, you go to all the meetings, you go to all the practices, you go to all the stuff, but you're not really allowed to participate in practice and things, and I felt like I wasn't able to prove myself as a player. I was a pretty undersized guy trying to play at that level, and it was just frustrating. And I also, at that time, I had the girl that I had dated for a little while in high school, also went to that college, but we broke up shortly after going there, which was not a big deal in the grand scheme, but seemed like a bigger deal than it was at the time. So my start there really wasn't great. And I actually was going to transfer. I felt like things aren't going the way that I wanted, but I decided I'm going to give it at least my freshman year, see if things turn around. And they did. I was cleared to compete and do things, workouts, and then spring ball practices, and that was great. And by that time, I had made a bunch of friends who I consider family. 
who are some of the best friends that I still have throughout my life, guys from all over the country that I got to play with and connect with, and we had a special group. So that was a really powerful time, and it's also when I decided that, yes, I did want to become a teacher and become a coach. And by the time I was, you know, when I was 21, I was student teaching, and I was coaching in a high school, and it was great. The next chapter of my life I call growing up because from 22 to 28, I kind of squeezed in what we think of as all the check the box grown up types of things. I got married to another girl that I met and dated in college. We got married right after college. I got hired for my first teaching job full-time teaching job. I was coaching multiple sports, teaching full-time. We rented a house and then eventually uh, moved back to where I live and teach now, back to St. Ansgar. Um, But I also kind of did all the other adult things. I got my master's degree, went back to grad school amongst that time, started having kids, we did the family thing and the house and the cars and like all that stuff. And then the next chapter of my life, which I'm going to call lessons really started when I was 28 and things started to change a little bit. I felt like I was checking all the boxes, doing all the things. There was a lot of wonderful stuff there. Like, I mean, both of my kids being born, the best parts of my life came from that growing up period. But there was also a lot of just learning how to be an adult and and how to do things and making some mistakes with stuff too. When I started my teaching career, I made a lot of mistakes and I look back at it and I, I feel bad for my first students because I think I wasn't a very good teacher or a very good coach. And I'm still not saying that I'm great. I'm still figuring things out and hopefully getting better every year, every semester. Hopefully every day I'm getting a little bit better at this. But I think of all the mistakes that I made. I jumped into a lot of things. I was an assistant coach for three sports my first year. And I was teaching full-time English at that time. And I took on a lot of stuff and doing the weight room and I kind of overwhelmed myself and didn't necessarily manage my time, all the things I was doing super well. And it was frustrating at times and I made, I was just ill prepared and made a lot of mistakes. And I thought about leaving education for a little bit. That's actually when I left teaching full time for a year, I substitute taught and went back to grad school to finish a master's degree in a different area, in sports science. But then I came back to teaching, realized it's what I wanted to do, got a chance to come back to my hometown, and started teaching here. And then in that period, what I call up to like 28 years old, then the next chapter being what I call lessons, really started with, I got unexpectedly sick when I was 28 years old. I had a series of health problems, including a bacterial infection that attacked my digestive system, 
made me really sick for a long time and that led to several other complications that led to surgeries and procedures and for a while I was going to the world-renowned Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, which is about an hour from here and I was going to the University of Iowa hospitals, another famous hospital system here in Iowa and going to a lot of other doctors and trying to find answers it was a very, very challenging time. And at the sort of tail end of a four-year really period of dealing with different health problems and consequences from the original illness, I also got divorced. And that's another thing that's okay. It's not a bad thing. But it was a difficult thing at that time and especially difficult then not getting to be with my kids every day. And I'm very fortunate that as a teacher, we get a lot of time off together. Our schedules are the same. We have a good situation going back and forth between two households, but that was a very difficult thing. And something that puts stuff into perspective, like telling my kids they were gonna start living in two different houses was far more difficult than any of the physical challenges I had experienced when I was sick. So I call it lessons, though, because that was a time that I learned so much about myself. It was a period of my life that was certainly the most challenging period of my life and maybe had the darkest moments of my life, but there were also good things. I had two young kids who were growing up during that time, and we still had a lot of wonderful experiences together. And I still got to experience great things as a teacher and a coach. And that's an important thing for us to remember when we look at our own stories. Is that often the darkest chapters, the biggest challenges are the things that define us the most. That reveal who we are and help us become who we're going to be. And I just think... In many ways, I'm very thankful for that period of my life because it taught me a lot and it gave me a great deal of perspective that I would not have had otherwise. And those are kind of the five chapters of my life up to now. And I'm in a new chapter now where I'm really loving this chapter. I've I've gotten... So much better from the health problems. I'm healthy now and and strong and got past a lot of those things. I'm happy with what I'm doing as a teacher and a coach and always trying to improve and learn and grow. And I've had a lot of opportunities to do other things connected to that and connected to social emotional learning and all these sorts of things. And this is really a wonderful chapter. And I'm excited to see where it continues to go. But it's important for us to all reflect back and look at how the things in our lives have impacted us and made us who we are now so that we can navigate the next chapter, write the next chapter of the story, which we'll continue to talk about over the next couple weeks. This is a little bit of a long video. I kind of talked for a little bit, but I wanted to give all of you an idea of what I'm thinking in terms of Label a chapter, identify some of the important events of that period, 
how they impacted you. Let's have a great one. Let's have a great start to this year. Let's have a great end to our semester here in St. Ansgar and a great start to the second semester. I'm excited to see everybody again. I've got to see a lot of you in the weight room and stuff over break already, but uh, it's always great to be back. Much love.